question? Um, <laughs> that's great. So you just asked about Brother Don Marion. I just get ready to open my iPad and I see a text message from Don Marion praying for you this morning, Pastor. Have a blessed day. <laughs> so that's that's an, that's encouragement. Amen. We're praying for him and he's praying for us. So that's great. Amen. Um, anybody have a question you want to ask this morning? Anybody have a question? It's been a while since you've asked a question. I'm thinking maybe you guys are just you guys got it now. All right, Miss Allison. Oh no. <laughs> Okay. No, you should scroll through the junk on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, I have not seen that. I have seen others that do things like that. You're going to send it to me? Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate it. (laughs) Sure. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you go back, uh, and again, this this is not a new thing, right? Um, and this is why when you go back, you know, even when uh, Israel was going into the promised land, um, what did God tell the um, uh, Israel to do with those that were basically um, like uh, soothsayers and witches and um, uh, what else do you call them? Um, medians, you know, things like that. Um, if you go back to... Uh, Let's see. I'm trying to think. Is it in Deuteronomy? I know it's several. There's several places where it speaks about this. Um Is it Deuteronomy 18? Yeah. Um, So when, of course, Israel hasn't gone into the promised land yet. Obviously, Deuteronomy is written by Moses. Um, They haven't gone into the promised land yet. And so God is giving them instruction about what to do when they go into the promised land. Um, and in verse number 9, he says, When thou art come into the land when, which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. Right? There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire. Right? Which, again, that is child sacrifice is what that is. They would literally take their, their children and offer them as uh, sacrifices to these, these false gods. Okay? Um, or that useth divination. Right? or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, 
or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer, right? Now watch this. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God hath, uh, doth drive them out from before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. For these nations with the, which thou shalt possess uh, hearkened unto observers of times and unto diviners. But as for thee, the Lord thy God hath not suffered thee to do so. So God says all of this stuff, this, and again, witchcraft, uh, consulting familiar spirits, which you, if you want to call it necromancers or uh, witches or all these different things, God says this is not of God. Okay, um, this is this is the opposite of God. Okay, um, now do do people? And again, when you look at this, um, is is some of it just um, fear that they put into people and um, tricks that people have learned how to play? Yes, there's no doubt there is some of that, right? But when you get right down to it. It is demonic, right? Um, it, it's demonic. It's not of God, okay? Um, now, again, please, please understand me. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying that somebody that knows how to do a magic trick is demonic. That's not what I'm saying, okay? Um, you know, and I know, I know many good Christians who will use illusions, right, to, to get the gospel, to preach the gospel. Again, we're, we're fascinated by things like that, right? Um, I mean, it's just, it's amazing how, how things like that can happen, okay? Uh, and again, most of it is, is sleight of hand, most of it is a trick and things like that. Um, but there is, there is much that is demonic, right? And the power behind it is not of God, it is of Satan himself, okay? Um, and that's why even if you hold your place here, um, go back with me to the book of Revelation, um, Revelation chapter 13. In Revelation chapter 13, when we think about the Antichrist and the false prophet, um, of course, verses 1 through um, verses one through 10 basically deal with the Antichrist. Uh, verse 11 starts dealing with the false prophet, and he says, I beheld another beast coming out of the earth. He had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. He exercises all power of the first beast before him. Causeth the earth in which dwell therein to worship the first beast. Again, the first beast is referring to the Antichrist. The second beast is referring to the false prophet whose deadly wound was healed. Verse 13, and he, this is, we're talking about the, the false prophet here, the second beast, he doeth great wonders so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. Now, people, and, and now I've heard this before. Right? People say, well, if I could just see a miracle, I would believe. Well, the Antichrist and the false prophet are going to do what many people refer to as miracles. And guess what? People are going to believe them. Right? So just because somebody can do something that is supernatural or it is not normal doesn't mean it's of God. Okay? This, the, these two, the Antichrist and the false prophet, are empowered by Satan. Okay? And notice, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. Okay? So again, just because somebody says, you know, I can do something that's supernatural does not mean that it is of God. Right? And again, so many times we credit things to God that God has absolutely nothing to do with. Right? 
and, and then we, and sometimes we blame Satan for things that Satan has nothing to do with, right? Because we're, again, we're using, uh, what we're, like what we're talking about in Ephesians, we're using physical eyes instead of spiritual eyes, okay? Um, so understanding that, yes, we understand that God is all-powerful, right? But we have to understand that Satan has power as well, okay? Um, Satan has power, and he uses that power to try to deceive people. And this is what, exactly what he said, deceiveth them that dwell on the earth, right? He's trying to deceive people into following him instead of following God, okay? So when you come back to, when you come back to Deuteronomy here, and you look at what's taking place, and again, God says, this is one of the reasons why I'm driving these people out. This is why, and again, people say, you know, God was, you know, God was mean and that he was telling Israel to destroy these, these, these people and these nations. Now, look at what these people were doing. They were, they were wicked, okay? Sacrificing their own children, okay? I mean, some of the most immoral things, and God says, I'm, I'm done with them. They've had opportunities. I'm done with them. Judgment has come upon them now, right? And so he says, when you come into the land, again, this is one of the reasons why they're being driven out is because of these things that they're doing. And God says, make sure you don't do it. Don't do these things, okay? Um, and so when you, see these, when you see these guys that, you know, um, these medians and people that talk to, to the dead and things like this, um, I'm, I'm going to be very, 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 um, I, I, don't, I don't want to be around them, right? Because there's something that's not natural there, right? And it's not of God because God says these things are, are, are wrong, right? That's why when, um, when Saul, right, King Saul, um, after Samuel died, what did Saul look for? A witch, right? Um, he didn't, look for a, he didn't look for a prophet, okay? He didn't go to the priest. He's looking for a witch, right? Um, because he knew this was, this was wrong. This was not of God, okay? Um, and so, you know, people, you know, people get into like tarot cards and Ouija boards and all this other kind of stuff. Look, that, that, is, that is not of God, okay? Um, here, here's the thing. You don't, you don't have to have tarot cards and Ouija boards and go to seances and things like this to talk to God. You don't have to go to, yeah, you don't have to use those things to talk to God. We have direct access. If we're saved, we have direct access to God. You don't have to go through those things, right? Well, it's not God that I want to talk to. It's, 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 the, it's my relatives that have gone on. Look, they're, they're gone. They're, they're gone, okay? Um, and either they are either in heaven or they are in hell. Right? There, there's nothing that can be done about them after they are, after they are, are dead. Okay? They're either in heaven or they're in hell. Right? Um, and, and Luke chapter, uh, I believe it's either 15 or 16, gives us a picture of that with the rich man uh, and Lazarus. Um, they are either in torment in, in hell or they're with the Lord Jesus Christ today. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean here. Please, please understand this. And I know many times people use Hebrews to, to talk about this. Um, if you go back to the book of Hebrews, I believe it's Hebrews chapter 12, I think it is. Hebrews chapter 12. 
in verse number 1. It says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, right? And so there are some people that, you know, they have this idea, you know, everybody in heaven is cheering us on, right? This great cloud of witnesses, they're up, it's like the grandstands, right? We're, we're running our race, and they're up in the grandstands, and they're cheering us on, and go, go, go. That is not biblical. That is not biblical at all, okay? That, that is not what the Bible says, okay? People that are in heaven today are not looking down and be like, oh, man, I, I sh- he shouldn't have done that. I'm disappointed in you, you know, son, daughter, granddaughter, grandchild, you know, I'm just, ugh, why did they, Lord, come on, do something. You see, what are we we're doing? We are trying to, we're trying to take something spiritual and put it into our physical perspective, okay? One, again, think about it. One, we are not God. To be able to be in heaven and to know what's going on in earth, you'd have to be God, because God is all-knowing. God is able to see all things. When, when somebody is in heaven, they don't all of a sudden have the attributes of God, and now they know everything, they see everything. No. But yet we think that, oh, you know, they're, they're watching over me. No, they're not. I'm, I'm sorry, okay? I, I'm sorry if that, if, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings this morning, and I, and I see this, you know, on Facebook all the time, you know. You know, a loved one has passed, and now, now they're an angel in heaven, no, they're not an angel in heaven. The angels are angels. People are people. We don't become angels, right? That's not how it works. Again, we, we, so many times we take things that the world tries to teach us and the world tries to say, and then we try to say, well, this is, this is biblical. No, it's not. It's not biblical, okay? Um, we don't become angels. They're not watching over us, taking care of us. You know, that, that is a very, <clears throat> that is a very, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, that is a very heathen teaching. You understand that? That is, that is not godly. It is the opposite of God. Okay? Um, nowhere in the Bible do you ever find our past... Rel- I mean, so... Again, just, try, just trying to think... Practice. How far back does this go then? You know, is your great, 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 grandfather Adam be like, oh man, too bad on that person. I mean, I mean, he is our relative, right? Adam and Eve, you know, David, you know, I mean, we are, this is the human race, people, right? It's the human race. We all go back to Noah and his children, and that all goes back to Adam. We're all related somehow. Somewhere we're all related. Now, it might be pretty far distance, but we're all related. We're part of the human race. We did not come from apes. Okay? Right? We didn't. I know some of you think your kids probably did, but they didn't. Okay? They did not. All right? We, we are from the human race. Okay? And so when we, when we look at what Scripture says, look, the Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. I'm just... Do you really think that when you are in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you're really going to be concerned about what's taking place down here on earth. Just think about that for a second. You're going to be in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ, God himself. 
Hold on, God, I can't praise you right now. I've got I to check on my, my aunt down there, see what she's doing. Yeah. Auntie? Mm-mm. Bad, bad, bad. Okay, back to praising you, God. You, you, were, you, see, you see how we just try to, we try to make the, the, we try to bring the spiritual into the physical aspect, and we can't do that, right? We, we have to let the Bible speak for itself. Nowhere does the Bible say that. That is, that, again, this is going back to this, again, why, why do you have him saying here in Deuteronomy, the observers of time and the enchanters and the witches and the charmers and the consulters with familiar spirits and wizards and necromancers, why do you have him saying, these things are abomination, cast them out. They are not to be. Why? It's not of God. And this whole, this whole idea, you know, you think, about, you think about the Catholics, right? We're praying to people, praying to saints. What? Why? Well, you know, St. Christopher's watching over me. Really? That's creepy. I mean, why is St. Christopher watching over me? And who is he anyway? That's a little weird. Okay? Well, you know, pray to pray to Saint, you know, uh, whatever, Saint Mother Teresa or whatever. Wait, no, 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 no. The, look, one when a person dies, they they are not they don't follow what's going on here on the earth. Okay, I mean, again, just for for example, go back, go with me to Luke chapter, um, Luke chapter sixteen. In Luke chapter 16, again, you have the rich man and Lazarus. They both, die, they both die, right? Verse number 22, And it came to pass that the beggar died, was carried by the angels in Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died, was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torment, seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. Abraham said, Son, remember thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things, likewise Lazarus evil things, but now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. Beside all this, between us there is a great gulf fixed, so they which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from hence. Then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou would send him to my father's house, for I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come to this place of torment. Right? Are there, are there people in hell crying out for somebody to go to their relatives and tell them about the Lord? Yes. Are they following what they're doing? No. He just knows he has five brothers that are still alive. And he's saying, send someone to them and tell them. He's not following along. He's not following their life. He's not following the lives of again. We we have this idea somehow that once we once we die, right? Uh, and, and we are a, you know, we're again, we're we are a uh, we are created to be immortal, okay? And, and that's why God has given us a spirit and a soul, right? This body is just, this is just a temporary body until we get a glorified body, okay? Uh, and then we're going to be able to live forever with the Lord, okay? But again, that doesn't mean that we are going to know everything and see everything and be all powerful like God is. Those are God's attributes, not ours, but somehow we like to think, well, when we die and we become saints, again, this is, these are false teachings here, when we become saints, that somehow we have more power to be able to help people in their problems, 
right? I mean, we call, we're crying, we're asking the saints to help us. Saint Christopher, protect us. Saint Jude, have compassion. All these different saints. So somehow we're thinking that now people who have died before are somehow able to intercede and work through our lives somehow. That's not biblical. It's not biblical. Do you know who the only one who's interceding for us is? It's Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the one who's interceding. This is what he says in 1 Timothy. Look over in 1 Timothy. First Timothy. And look, I understand that the, you know, there are many religions that teach that other people intercede for us. Mary's interceding, the saints are interceding, you know, somebody who's died before us, you know, grandma and grandpa, they're interceding for us. Wait a minute, let's what does the Bible say? Verse first Timothy chapter two, verse five. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, and it's not grandma. It's not Saint Christopher, Saint Jude, it's not Mother Mary. By the way, Mother Mary, you know, that's, that is a, again, we're, 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 using, we're using unbiblical terms, okay? It was Mary. It was Mary. It was Jesus' earthly mother. She's not our mother, right? She's not our mother. Again, this is, this is a Catholic teaching, Mother Mary, right? She's not our mother, she was Jesus' earthly mother. She was the, the woman that God chose to allow to bring the Son of God into the world, virgin-born. Okay? Um, and there's, there's a lot of, lot of strange teaching about that that they teach as well. Watch what he says. There's one God, one mediator between God and man, and who is that? The man, Christ Jesus. Jesus Christ is the only mediator between God and man. There's nobody else. Right? Why? Because nobody else can do it. There's no saints, there's no relatives, nobody else can do it. Why? Because Jesus Christ is God. And he's the only one that was willing to go to the cross and die for our sins. Just as he's the only one that can forgive us of our sins, we don't go to a, a priest, we don't go to Mary, we don't go to the saints for forgiveness of sins, we go to God. Because Jesus Christ is the only one who can forgive us of our sins. Okay, And so... You know, look, Christians, we, we've got to be we've we got to be really careful about some things, right? Um, sometimes we can think, well, it's just innocent. Well, it's it's you know, um, you know, we're not really we're not really trying to get into um, demonic worship or Satanism or things like that. But but boy, it sure would be nice to talk to Grandma again. Guess what? You're gonna be able to talk to Grandma a whole lot if you're saved and she's saved. But not here. Hey, once you get to be in heaven with her, you're going to be able to talk a long time. Right? Well, I just, you know, I just, I miss them. And look, why, why would, why would we want them even to be concerned about what's going on here? They're, they're, they're with the Lord Jesus Christ. That's where our goal is to be, right? One day we're going to be at the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? It has... We just we got to be really careful about some things, okay? Um, yeah, Allison. No. <laughs> if you if you'd like to have your palm read, go see Allison after the service. <laughs> it is. Yes. Yeah. 
Right, and that's why I think this is not a new thing, right? This is something that has been going on for, for ages, right? Again, this is God telling Israel, when you go into land, you get rid of these people because this is not of God. They were doing it then, just like they're doing it today, right? It's, it's probably, it's easier, I would say, maybe to find out about it today with, with the internet and technology and all this kind of stuff. It's just easy to, oh, I'm really worried that now after church, everybody's going to be going Googling. Oh, da, da. Don't, do, don't do that, right? Don't do that, okay? Um, again, there, there are things, there are things that you and I have no business dealing with because we don't have the power to deal with it, okay? These people say, well, we can, you know, God's given everybody the ability to cast out demons. I'm going to be very honest with you. I've been in some situations where I know I know beyond a shadow of a doubt the person was demon-possessed. And I want nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with it. Well, you just don't have faith. Fine. Tell me I, have, I don't have faith. I, I don't care. But I understand. Yes, I, I understand that I cannot be demon-possessed. I understand that Satan has no power over me. But I also understand that Satan can oppress. And when you walk into a room... And, you know, everything's fine on the outside. And when you walk into a room and you, you just, you can't explain, you, get, you just can't explain it. And you see a, a 10-year-old little girl having to be held down by four grown men and she's throwing them off. Yeah, look, I, I've, I've seen it. Well, you should have just cast that demon out. I I have no power to cast a demon out. Well, you should use the power of God. Look, I have no power to cast a demon out. And and people think, well, we can just go around casting out demons. Look what happened to the sons of Sceva. Paul was casting out demons because he had the power to. God gave him the power to do that along with the disciples. And then the sons of Sceva come along like, hey, we can do this too. All we have to do is use the name of Jesus. And that's what a lot of people, well, just use the name of Jesus. You can cast anything out. Well, they tried that, and guess what happened? Didn't work so well for them. It's in Scripture, the book of Acts. You can read it, right? Didn't work well. In fact, the demons responded. Paul we know and Jesus we know. We don't know you. And the demons attacked them. Look, there are just some things that it's not for us to work in. We are dealing with something that is spiritual. And it's, again, think about this. Even, even when Daniel prayed, think about this, Daniel prayed. And when Michael, was it Michael? I think it was Michael. Michael came and said, hey, your prayer was heard and God answered your prayer 30 days ago. Well, why didn't he get the, why didn't he get the answer? Because Michael the archangel was fighting a demonic spirit. Michael, the archangel of God, was having to do battle with a demonic spirit. You read about Daniel, the prince of Persia. Not the TV show, movie, whatever that is. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the real prince of Persia, the demonic power. It took him 30 days. We, we have this, you know, we have this fantasy idea. Well, hey, the disciples were able to cast out demons, and so we must be able to do. Look, we don't have that power. 
and we've, we've got to be very careful in, in, not, in not deceiving people into thinking just because we're children of God that we have power over Satan. We have power. We're just going to kick the devil out of here. Kick the devil out. Kick the devil out. Friend, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. Joe? You had something to say? Yeah. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Rob. That's what Gabriel trying to get to. Gabriel. Michael that was trying to tell him to go get his heart. There you go. Yep. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. Just the, these things dealing with spiritism and, um, you know, again, people think people can think it's just so innocent. It's not. It's not innocent, okay? Um, if it was innocent, God would have said, get it out. Don't have anything to do with it, okay? Um, so you just, you just got to be really, really careful uh, about those, those type of things, right? Anybody else have a question or comment about, about this or Jeff? Right. Exactly. Right. Right. Yep. Anybody else? Yes, sure. If you say somebody's rolling over in their grave, is that a bad thing? <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure where that expression came from. I don't know about that. Boy, if, if Grandma saw that, she'd be rolling over in her grave, right? Yeah, just be thankful Grandma can't see it, right? I guess, and that's the thing. You know, sometimes we, we say things without even really thinking about what we're saying, you know? Um, yeah, Miss Donna? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In fact, when you go back to that passage in Hebrews, when it talks about we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. When you read that, it's actually talking about what, we, what was just given in chapter 11, which is those of faith, right? The cloud of witnesses that we have are not people watching us, right? It's the word of God. We can go back and we can read of men and women who had faith and they believed God and they trusted God and we can follow that example, right? That's what it's talking about. It has nothing to do with people, you know... Again, people have the idea, you know, Paul many times uses analogies like running a race or boxing or things like that, you know, and so they have this analogy, we're running our race here on earth, right? And everybody's just in the grandstands watching. No, that's not what's, not at all what scripture teaches. Um, 
And like you said, I'm, I'm thankful that, that they're not watching because, man, if they saw all the mistakes that, I'd ma- that I've made, it would be, you know, they'd be like, you saved him, God? I'm like, why? You know? Um, so, yeah. Very good. That's a good question. Yep. Um, all right. Well, let's go ahead and stop there. And-